You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. that you have no other choice we believe that you lack you lack agency that underlies informed consent and again that's on page 16 myth two romantic love is the only real love the feeling that gets called romantic love in this culture seems to be a heady cocktail of lust and adrenaline <clears throat> and adrenaline sparked by uncertainty insecurity perhaps even anger or danger the chills up the spine that we recognise as passion are, in fact, the same physical phenomenon as hair rising up a cat's back caused by the fight or flight response. And that's page 17. Myth 3. Sexual desire is a destructive force. This one goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden and leads to a lot of crazy making double standards. Many people also believe that unashamed sexual desire, particularly desire for more than one person, inevitably destroys the family. Yet we suspect that far more, far more families have been destroyed by ethical consensual non-monogamy. That's on page 17. Uh, anyone want to jump in with that or anything to say on that, Bill? Uh-huh. No. Myth four. The only moral way, the only moral way to have sex is within a committed relationship. An old saw has it that men agree to relationships to have sex and women agree to sex to have relationships. If sex is a person's only commodity commodity of value to gain attention and approval, does it reflect more on the individual or the society? So repeat that again. I think those are those I actually agree with that sentence and all what the old saw and I think that's that's kind of almost societal norms. It's almost kind of societal in that. Going to repeat the question. Not all, not all men will agree to a relationship to have sex. So you can have sex without being in a relationship. Mm. But yes, you do get, you will get that scenario. That adage is yeah. more like the case, the fact that women hold the key to sex, but men hold the key to relationships. Do you understand? Yeah. That's why I think that, that, that old saw has it kind of upside down kind of thing. But I'll repeat the question again for P especially. No, please, yeah. <laughs> if sex is a person's only commodity of value to gain attention and approval, does it reflect more on the individual or the society? I'm going to say both, but I'm thinking more so individual at the moment. Mm. But it might be where we are in a society. Okay. Um, because more often than not, I mean, society will kind of like shape and form the opinions of an individual. Um, and not not but to isn't say it that down to choice though. Like as as an individual, don't we have freedom of choice? We do, but I think a lot of people, as Mason mentioned before, as to um, I don't know if he used the word specifically as to where not, you know like religion like influences the I mean monogamy and all those type of stuff it can do yeah it, it can do but I would say the large majority of people are influenced by society um, probably moving away um, 
No, I would say more so. Indiv- I mean, you have to put responsibility. Like, individuals have got to take responsibility. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Mace? Yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of until P um, came in. I was thinking more societal, but yeah, it it, it, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, other. I know, yeah, I know. It's kind of yeah. It's it's say, it's like a it feels like a combination. It, it's like chicken and egg for me anyway. Yeah. When I think yeah, about it, yeah. what yeah. came? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's almost that kind of scenario. Mm. Yeah, I think it's um, it's a mixture of both. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a mixture of both because, and again, going back to your point you made earlier, Mace, about as we grow older and more experienced, our percep- our perspective and perceptions change. So, like when you're when you're like coming of age, say like fourteen, sixteen, seventeen ages, you think running around beating everything on sight is the way to live like that's what you're getting within the society you're getting props for it within the society you're seen as the man within the society you're considered a jack the lad within the society it's nothing but high fives and um praise and stuff do you know what i mean but as an individual you can make that decision not to do that um as you grow older, obviously, mm-hmm. as you become more experienced, you realise, okay, well, is this what I really want to be doing? Not to say if you are doing it, that's what you're doing. If you're not doing it, that's what you're doing. Either way, as an individual, you have the right and the freedom to choose. So it is, it's definitely a mix of both. But in regards to if that's, if the only commodity is to gain attention and approval through sex I think that's again yeah I think it's it's definitely an individual choice but it's sculpted around society's beliefs Mm. and how you're deemed because you may consider yourself an outsider because you like to have a lot of sex with a lot of different people that just might be your your thing and what you like but as we know, society judges that in a certain way. But as yep. an individual, you made it. You made the individualistic decision. That's how you want to live your life, and you're you're well within your right to do so. So yeah. it's yeah. um, it's yeah, it's a mix of fabrics. Yeah, you're not gonna openly be in your workplace and be like, everyone's like, I got my wife. Yeah, I got like four four girls on the go. I got four women. Mm. Everyone's gonna give you that kind of. Mm. Look like you're odd or something, or diff. Like mm. you don't fit in. Yeah, you got what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not the norm. Uh, so, if you believe this myth, you're likely to see sex for fun, for pleasure, for exploration, for any purpose except cementing two people together as immoral and socially destructive. And that's on page seventeen. Myth five: Loving someone makes it okay to control their behaviour. This kind of territorial reasoning is designed, we guess, to make people feel secure, but we don't believe that anybody has the right, much less less the obligation to control the behaviour of another functioning adult. And that's on page 18. It's controlling your behaviour out of obligation or respect. Mm. Both. <laughs> Both, boy. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to explain why? Or Yeah, out of, when you say, are you talking towards your partner? Yeah. Yeah. 
out of respect because you don't want to well me anyway certain scenarios I don't want to hurt their feelings mm. and I have to respect the fact that this is someone I'm building a life with and I know words are powerful words are powerful so it's I'm yeah I can hold my tongue on certain aspects but like yeah and then out of respect but out of yeah obligation because this is what you this is what a good man does do you know what I'm saying um so that's the ob- ob- obligatory part almost yeah yeah I mean from my perspective well yeah I think I agree with both but um, I was just thinking what might be minor to you might might, might be a big deal to your partner so um, yeah I mean it's about like being mindful of those things really I guess or well, that's what I'm thinking as to well, yeah I guess that's what I'm thinking really Something to you might not be a big deal, but you're in a relationship and just be mindful and respectful of their feelings. Like going to carnival, <clears throat> like a, but the difference between a wine and a dagger, as we were talking about earlier, mm. daggers a step too far. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that might not be something your partner approves of. Yeah, but obligation yeah. and, and um, what's the other one? Obligation and respect. I think they were, they were two different, not two different, but they're, yeah. Two different things, and I, I think it was a good question. Who's going to add to it? Oh, I was, I was carnival. I was, I, was weird. I, I went carnival. My partner didn't, but there was no kind of. That's like a kind of unwritten, kind of. Um, there's like an unwritten agreement. I wouldn't go and be. Do you know what I'm saying? Doing anything really? Yeah. Cool. Do you reckon that would have been a conversation you had? Um, no, I don't think I need to have. No, I mean, I think conversations are good, but I don't think that was a conversation I would need to have. No, why? Um, I think clarity is good, like just pulling it back a bit, mm. but maybe in that person knowing me, like I just don't think like that person would know that I'm not comfortable with certain things, or in fact, I've actually said. Like, I don't know all her guy friends, and I think actually some of them are quite cool. Actually, I've even spoke to them on the phone. Yeah, spoke to them on the phone or that type of stuff, and I believe their energy is quite pure. Although I know man, in general, <laughs> I know man, man is man, man is man, and I know they're and I believe they're cool. Mm. Um, you better get your girl to wear some garlic, boy. <laughs> garlic Nicholas, boy. So what from vampire? Dick in a glass, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, breaking emergencies. <laughs> oh shit! Look what he cups now. <laughs> that emergency D. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god, he cups. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the carnival. It's There's real in the field. <laughs> There's a lot of man. It's that's real. <laughs> oh shit! It's real. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, enough of that one. Mars is done. <laughs> I said my piece. Uh, say nothing. Myth six, jealousy is inevitable and impossible to overcome. Jealousy is, without doubt, a very common experience, so much that a person who doesn't experience jealousy is looked at as a bit odd or in denial. Is jealousy a necessary part of a relationship? No, it's not. Not for me. 
But some some people would argue against that. They they see jealousy as like this fire in your belly. Mm. I don't see it as that, personally. Mm. I just think it's just to me it's a sense of um issue of um it, it it kind of it's an issue of self um when someone is like they haven't got self confidence mm. or confidence within that what they bring is enough to your party or your table your relationship but i thought that crossed my mind when i was reading this and putting the question together and stuff was like some some people may look at it or have the perspective of jealousy is almost like okay. yes you care or it could be fuel to the fire in terms of to keep the relationship burning in terms of all right cool um you may go to the gym and you go you may attend a certain class and in the class uh your, that your partner's in there might be the class teacher or a particular other student that they may start talking about oh, i really like this particular person and they're really good at jumping jacks just for instance mm. or doing whatever it may be skipping or whatever it may be and that may put they may put fire in your belly to be like all right cool i need to maybe better myself so i can somewhat compete and still have the them look at me in a certain way or think of me in a certain way like that's not to say that's right or wrong, mm. but that's how jealousy could, in some people's relationship, fuel the the commitment or the the relationship to keep to keep bettering each other. To an, that's a, as an example, per se. Um, I understood. I understood what you said. Um, obviously, I, was, I told you um, <clears throat> on the weekend. But did a bit of salsa, all yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. And salsa. Yeah. Yeah, went mm. to no by chance. Um, mm. went along <coughs> um, Tower Bridge and walk around to South Bank and just come across this like salsa concert. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of salsa and all that type of stuff. Mm. All right, and salsa, mate. <laughs> you about to box? Um, <laughs> shaking those hips. Anyway, well, I mind you, I was a bit stiff on the weekend as well. I'm not gonna lie. Can't sit here and say yeah, just on was... the weekend. Or... <laughs> it's a good joke. Um, <laughs> However, all right, <laughs> with your example, would I have been uncomfortable if someone wanted to, I want to say dance, but you're talking about instructor. Yeah. Mm. Just say teach. Yeah. Or dance with my partner. Mm. Or, anyway, but that's another yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Would I be uncomfortable? I think there might be something that, there might be a little flicker to switch in my brain, mm. but I wouldn't be uncomfortable as in like, you know, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, unless but would there um, be like a- Juan decided to- <laughs> <laughs> one shit <laughs> one man like one you know? one man stop <laughs> one type of nonsense <laughs> no yeah unless he started doing something he shouldn't be yeah, inappropriate yeah, 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 then yeah. but like until then <laughs> like I guess there's a part of me that relax you know what I'm saying yeah. so did, did, is that a real scenario did it happen no it okay. didn't happen yeah. um, but I'm saying if it did happen yeah. mm. then I'd have to be like comfortable with that although it Although salsa and all that type of stuff is quite sensual, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there'll be a part of me that would have to be comfortable with it, unless Juan was like five more, five more mini. Five more. No, then I'll say no. Bro. Cinco. Just mad. So slightly off topic, but 
There's a show on TV called that Strictly Come Dancing, yeah? Mm-hmm. Do you know a few people have got together since, like, yeah, after yeah, they yeah. partnered up? Because yeah. you're right, it's quite sensual, like, yeah. very close. A lot of energy, a lot of That's sexual right, tension yeah. and energy. A few people have left their partners and got with the, the other person. like Left their partners? Yeah, 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 yeah got yeah, with yeah, their the dance dancer. partner and yeah, all the rest of it and had children yeah. with them. And, That's yeah. a, it's, an, it's happened it's a, a few times. They call it the, the Strictly Come Dancing Curse or something, something yeah. like that. So you best just tell Juan to chill, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but going back to the question itself, though, do you think jealousy is a necessary part of a relationship? I don't want to be jealous. Um, but is it necessary? Mm. I don't think so. You might um, be uncomfortable. I don't know if the word jealousy is a part, well, forms a part of that. Mm. Um, but it shouldn't be necessary. Mm-hmm. Might have teething problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so some people also believe that jealousy is such a shattering emotion that they have no choice but to succumb to it. People who believe this often believe that any form of non-monogamy should be non-consensual and completely secret in order to protect the betrayed, and say, and I say betrayed in brackets, mm-hmm. the betrayed partner from having to feel such an impossibly difficult emotion. And that's on page 18. Would you want to know if your partner slept with someone else in a non-monogamy versus a monogamous relationship? So, two scenarios. In a in a <coughs> so if, yeah in a non-monogamy and we've agreed to it pre, like pre it happening, then mm. yeah, then that, I think that's the. I would assume that's the. Actually, is that part of it? No, because it, you're yeah, saying could, yeah. you're saying it's yeah. it's part of it, but yeah. then. As we've just read the yeah. previous uh, statement was people who believe this often believe that any form of non-monogamy should be non-consequential and completely secret. Okay. So that's that's one perspective of thinking. Would I want to know? <coughs> I don't think I would, you know. In what scenario? In both or one or the other? In the monogamy one, I wouldn't want to know. Mm. Um, so that could... My belly. Oh, so, so, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so, that. So it's speaking to me, boy. <laughs> speaking in tongues. <laughs> that'd be that non-monogamy scenario. <laughs> Rust through your belly. Boy. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> polygamy, polygamy, polygamy. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was I saying? Yeah. I don't think I'd, if it was like a one-off. I don't even know I'm saying this out loud, but mm. if it was a one-off and it just happened and it didn't happen again, if I didn't know what, the, you know what I'm saying, as long as the whole world don't know, and then I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, you man coming around knowing that, you know what I'm saying, Mrs was out last weekend mashing down, <laughs> mashing works, yeah, mashing, mashing works, you know what I'm saying, out here, boy. Um, then yeah, but otherwise, I just I actually probably not want to know. Mm. But um, and if we were in a non-monogamous relationship, it would strictly depend on what discussion we had before. Mm. Um, I think still the same. I wouldn't. I prefer not to know. So that like we had a conversation. Actually, we're in a relationship, but it's you can explore other avenues. Mm. Probably just prefer not to know. I'll be honest. Prefer not to know. How about you, P? Um, right now, I think I'd want to know. Mm. Um, as to the mon- monogamy, mm-hmm. um, yeah, don't have me in a situation where you're f- not taking a piss. Yeah, you are taking a piss actually. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously in a, in a <clears throat> monogamous relationship, we're together, and there's, there should be no stepping out. Mm-hmm. So if you're stepping out, whether the world knows or not, 
I want to know so then I can make a choice as to mm. what I want to do. Mm. Yeah. Um, in the other relationship, um, I think I'd still want to know. Mm. Not that there was, there's going to be a consequence, but I think I'll just want to know. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you, P. In, not to say I disagree with you, mate. Yeah, yes, each their own. But um, yeah, I think I would, at this moment in time, I would definitely want to know in both circumstances. Um, yeah, I think with the non-monogamy, if you've had that conversation and understanding, then it's almost expected. So yeah. it wouldn't be like shock, horror, oh no. It'd be like, all right, cool. And whatever, whatever. All right, cool. Like, just make some popcorn. But like, <laughs> if King. it's... <laughs> Go bathe, boy. Yeah, jump in the shower, love. Do you know what I mean? Get all in that bath, boy. But like, if it's a monogamous relationship... um, I know that there's that saying what what you don't know don't hurt you but I don't know if I I, I trust that cliche because what you don't know may hurt you in the long run so I think I'd rather know sooner rather than later but boy you never know man especially in monogamous relationships someone may step out when they're abroad or whatever whatnot and you, you may never know and like again part of me is part of me is like well if I don't know I don't know if I don't like literally if I don't know I don't know mm. what, what what can I say about it nothing so it is what it is but I would prefer them to be honest with me and just tell me and allow me to make that decision on the next step regardless of what it may be because as you said yourself, mate, I think a lot of it is more time with our ego, especially as men. So I, if I know, I can more get over it if it's just we know, like between us. But if Trust everyone me. else knows, Trust it's me, like... <sighs> Trust me, bro. Come on, man, I've got to look in this, uh, these other people's uh, no, face and they listen, know that I know, me. that Trust you me. know, Trust that you... Me. And it's just like... Couldn't you just just kept it between me and you, please? Like, like if, if you do, if you're gonna do it, like, like tell me, but don't don't tell no one else, please. Trust me, but no, I'd rather know. Still, I'd rather know, man. Myth seven: Outside involvements reduce intimacy in a primary relationship. Most marriage counselors and certain popular TV psychologists believe that when a member of an otherwise happy couple has an affair in in brackets this must be a symptom of unresolved conflict or unfulfilled needs that should be dealt with in the primary relationship this is occasionally true but not nearly as often as many relationship gurus would like us to believe and that's on page 19 it goes on to say it is cruel and insensitive to interpret it, interpret an affair as a symptom of sickness in the relationship as it leaves cheated in brackets, on partners who may already be feeling insecure, wondering what is wrong with them. Meanwhile, in brackets, cheating partners get told that they are only trying to get back at their primary partners and don't really want, need, or even like their lovers. Does a secondary interaction or relation take away from the primary relationship? Fox? Vandas, <laughs> Ali, you oh, no, no, over, yeah, no, I'll, I'll answer that. Um, no, because you said something which was um, 
quite interesting as to, <clears throat> well, maybe not verbatim, but it was almost like, does it mean there's something wrong in the relationship if the person steps out? Mm. Um, and I would say not necessarily, whereas maybe previously I might have thought that. Mm. Um, mm, agreed. Yeah, um, I don't know, I'm still thinking. So was there more, there was more to no, the question, wasn't there? I, I can't Basically, <clears throat> as a man who's been in relationships and in the past has stepped outside of the front door, mm. it's not necessarily anything wrong with your prime relationship. Mm-hmm. It, it could honestly, and I, I've used this, um, we call it when you like for something. Terminology? I've used this terminology before. You could love curry goat. That is your meal. If someone said, what do I want at death row? Give me that curry goat any day of the week. That's my staple food. That's my ride or die. But you know what, man? It feels like a turkey sandwich, you know? Mm. A quick, quick, quick greasy one. turkey sandwich. Man, I ain't had one of them for years. Mm. <laughs> Finished now? <laughs> what else is on that sandwich? What else is in that sandwich? What else is in that sandwich? <laughs> Mustard, salad cream, gherkin, lettuce, lettuce tomato. Mm-hmm. Slice that in half. It's a mustard in there. Crunch, crunch. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that is, that's, that's, that, it, that your, your relationship at home is perfect, bro. Like, like mm. as in like, yo, this is the, but you just want to step out and try a little something and then you've had your feeling. It's a snack. You've had your snack. You're like, do you know what? That was so good. But now I don't need another one. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all it is. Not Sorry, that's not all it is, but. That's what it can <laughs> that's be. That's what it can be. It can just be that. It can just be that. Mm. Your woman at home could be absolutely perfect. Do you know what I'm saying? That's all it can be sometimes. So that's why I kind of agree. Because there was a bit in here actually that I thought was quite key to this paragraph. The myth tells us that sleeping with someone else is something you do to your partner, not for yourself. And it's the worst thing you can possibly do to your partner. The myth leaves no room for the possibility of growthful and constructive open sexual lifestyles. Mm. Essentially, it could just be that like, you, you had, you done it for yourself. You needed something else. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes there's an appreciation. You go and do that. You come home, you're like, damn, I, this is what I've got at home. It's perfect. Mm. It's mad that you had to go and step out to realise that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. Me speak from a former life. <laughs> come on, Mace. I mean, P. Oh, no. Um, I think I answered it. Then he, he, I don't say he jumped in, but. Okay. Did you want to finish that? Oh, uh, no, no. Um, no, I forgot where I was going now. Don't you repeat the question? Um, no, I kind of answered anyway. An outside involvement does not have to subtract in any way from your intimacy you share with your partner unless you let it. And we sincerely hope you won't. That's on page 18. Myth 8. Love conquers all. This myth has it that if you're really in love with someone, you never have to argue, disagree, communicate, negotiate or do any other kind of work. They may also believe that any sexual behaviour that doesn't fit their criteria for normal sex, from fantasies to vibrators, is artificial and indicates that something is lacking in the quality of their love. And that's on page 20. Steps to a freer paradigm. Letting go of old paradigms can leave you in a scary emptiness, your stomach churning as if you were in a freefall. You don't need the old myths, but what will you have instead? We encourage you to see... We encourage you to seek your own truth on your way to slutty bliss. That's on page 20 as well. Our beliefs. We are ethical people, ethical sluts. It is very important to us to treat people well and do our best not to hurt anyone. Our ethics come from our own sense of rightness and from the empathy and love we hold for those around us. 
it is not okay to hurt another person because then we are hurt. We we hurt too, and we don't feel good about ourselves. We don't want to live in a world where people treat each other with callous disregard. And that's in page twenty-three. Ethical sluts are honest with ourselves and others. We take time with ourselves to figure out our emotions and emo- and motivations to untangle them for greater clarity when necessary. Then, sitting aside any bashfulness as we may feel, we openly share that information with those who need it. And that's on page 24. Can you be too honest and does it always help? <clears throat> that's a good question. <clears throat> The reason being is because I've been thinking As about that recently. As opposed to the rest, uh, what are you saying? Oh, no, you nah, said a lot. There's, there's been a lot of questions. No, but I've been thinking about that recently. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know why, but I'm thinking um, I've said it to someone. Um, like her specifically, that's what I'm, I'm referencing. But I'm trying to think whether I've said this to someone else as well. Um, in that... <clears throat> so there's going to be no skipping in... Anyway... It's a reference to your laughing. I'm laughing because uh, I can just think of something someone said to you before. A bit of your honesty, boy. I think it might have been um, Mr. Slizzer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, maybe I haven't quite caught. I'm trying to think who Solicitor is, but... Oh, uh, you know... What is going on? Uh, I've got a, I've got an inkling, but... Yeah. Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it can cool. only be one yeah, as far so. as I know. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Anyway, I can't think of the comment specifically. Yeah. Um, st- <laughs> still funny, eh? <laughs> all right, no. I was just thinking as to like, sometimes I think I'm too honest and it's not a bad thing in being honest, but it can also leave you open in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah, vulnerable, open. Um yeah i don't know i don't want to say that is it but sometimes i think okay maybe i didn't need to say that actually in that that person may act upon it and it actually that's not even a big deal does that make sense or if i maybe haven't um as to let's say with my situation i think there's i can't think of something specifically actually i may say something like all right um I don't like water. Yeah, you know, I, I like water. And all of a sudden, there's loads of bottles, bottles of water like now here. Does that, am I making sense? No. No, <sighs> no like some, there's been there's been times when I've yeah. said things. Yeah. All right, and then there's been an over exaggeration on that yeah, thing. Okay, I'm with you. I guess that's what I mean. Mm. And I've realized, you know what? Actually, you I'm probably best just be quiet. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've actually told her that as well. So I'm not telling you. I'm going to now limit I shouldn't probably shouldn't even say that but like <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Honest boy <laughs> I'm now going to be less honest in these situations <laughs> No, so I'm actually questioning whether I not talk too much there's nothing wrong with talking and communicating but actually you know what do I need to curb this a little bit or curb that little bit you know what I'm saying as to actually it might not be relationships in general it might be just like that person as to I probably don't need to say that much or I can say some, but don't go the whole nine as to making that person feel uncomfortable or it might be something like oh it might be even an insecurity on her part as to um, something she overthinks about when there's no need and I guess in some respect I'm taking that person's not feelings but their thoughts into consideration 
as to, okay, I don't think I need to say that much because that person is going to overdwell on something that is really, really small and mm. doesn't matter in the bigger scheme of things. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Pete, I, for, I don't know. I, I've forgotten the question. I've actually forgotten the question. <laughs> All right, cool. Can you be too honest and does it always help? <clears throat> I'll answer yeah. whilst, whilst yeah. you compute, I guess. Um, I think sometimes... I found that I have been too honest in in some relationships, but then <sighs> me personally, I prefer if someone is more open and honest rather than not me personally. But not everyone's built like that. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can take the honesty. Um, I'm referring back to a past relationship when I think I was again working in a school, um, and I may have been like the only guy in the class because. I was working as a teacher assistant at the time and there may have been like three or four other women in the class. And um, <clears throat> one of them, one particular one, I think may have taken a liking to me or whatever or not. And I was, I had a girlfriend at the time mm. and <clears throat> I wasn't thinking nothing of it, but I just told her, she said, this other person said X, Y and Z, but like, I was just thinking, I'm just being honest. I'm just telling you what's going on with my work day and what's been said. I got no intention or mm-hmm. even thinking about going over there. Or again, I'm just like, let me just be honest with you. This is what's been said to me. And they didn't like it. It's like, hold on. like, Why am I here? Why <clears throat> am I telling you this if I'm getting the the beef? Like... I'm telling you, like you're talking like as if I've cheated already. Like I've, like I'm out here doing things, and I wasn't. Like I, that wasn't even that was far off my radar at the time. Um, <clears throat> but it was like that made me rethink my strategy and being honest. It's like, yeah. should I not tell you everything then? I'm, I, like I've got, I've entered the relationship with the intention of being open and honest and telling you. But then when I've told you this this one thing, you've kind of gone off and it just put a real dampener on the on the relationship at the time. Yeah. And it kind of did make me reevaluate how much I will say, similar to yourself, Pete, yeah. in terms of Alright, well I've told you this thing and now you've taken it completely one eight well not even one eight, you've taken it fully left and it didn't have to go there. I was just telling you what the situation is or what's been said or whatever, whatnot. That doesn't mean there's going to be any action on it. It doesn't mean it's going to go any further. And that was it. But again, um, the honesty doesn't always go as well as you plan it to. And I think even another situation, actually, do you know what? Let me not say that. <laughs> yeah, there's, another, there's been a couple other scenarios where I've been honest and it's backfired and it's like, do you know what? Not me. Let let me not even say anything again. And it kind of puts a burden on the relationship because it's like now I've got to regulate what I say and don't say just in case the reaction is going to be a negative one. Yeah. And I've been, I've been in the exact same scenario situation before where you say something because you want to be open, but it's to the detriment of now the relationship in that, now all of a sudden you go to work, a place of work mm. or you you see this person because you have to, because whether it's work or, or yeah. something else, and it's like 21 questions come when you come home mm. or I don't like this, but do you know what I'm saying? All yeah. of a, it's to the detriment of even their 
inside it can even be their mental health and even their trust in a relationship yeah, yeah, if you're just not said anything knowing it's not going anywhere mm-hmm. no one's none the wiser everything's fine yeah. and i hear that i hear that and sometimes i might be wrong i don't think i'm wrong for saying this but you do have to um not monitor but you have to definitely filter through what you mm. kind of sometimes what you kind of um what you share what what information you decide to share because some things which are irrelevant to you but actually might be relevant to the honesty of relationship actually become super relevant to that person by the time you've forgotten about it they're still on their mind Mm. and it's actually not to the it's to their detriment it's almost to their detriment of their like well-being yeah do you get what i'm saying so i I heard that so it's almost like you you can be too honest unfortunately i think so i think so you can be definitely you can be Cool. You, 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 nah, I was going to say, are you going to talk about all the bad bees you came across at carnival? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> what? Where's my mic? My mic's up. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to fucking refute this. What is going on here? <laughs> what is going on here? What is going on here? <laughs> what is going on here? No, what I would say, oh, I mean, shit. I, I, well, there were loads of beautiful women at Carnival, so that's not- You've if, mentioned that a few times. I've mentioned it once, mate, maybe nah, once. Okay, well, there were loads of beautiful women at Carnival. That That's, um, I can't refute that in any way, shape or form. Well, I would say, in fact, I'm glad he gave me the opportunity to say this. Mm. What I did think in seeing loads of like beautiful women at carnival was that actually I'm very happy in my situation. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I wouldn't, yeah, actually I wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, That is a conclusion I came to Mm -hmm. in that so many beautiful women were in one location yesterday. Yeah, And I don't say you could take your pick because that's not, I'm not saying I had it like that, but in regards to like um, beautiful women, that was the case. Um, But I'm very comfortable and happy in my situation. Mm. Um, and I guess I was just learning like new things about myself really yeah it's true you as need, you do every day you need tests in a relationship anyway yeah to know that that person is, is, the, is the right 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 one does that make sense yeah no no definitely definitely